super excited to welcome, yeah, we call them fam because they're family. Hey, that's how fam? I treat them. Yeah, hey, that's how you got to do it. Uh, Dale Moss, former NFL wide receiver for the Packers, Buccaneers, and Bears, entrepreneur, and the next great TV personality, media personality, entertainment personality. Gonna blow Stephen A. He might take my job, honestly. It's uh, dangerous bringing him on. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> but uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to just uh, talk a little bit about sports and you know just whatever, just whatever. Kick else we got. it, you know. Just kick it. Chill. Like no one on TV nowadays kicks it. And yeah, you, that's true. You know, right? and uh, we're just we're just out here, you know, just living this Miami life right now. So that's a good thing. We're both from. Where are you from? I grew up in South Dakota. Oh my god! I'm from South Dakota of all places. Yeah, like five thousand people, small town. My family's still there, yeah. uh, but I've been out of there a long time. Yeah. Uh, currently in New York. Don't want to go back. No, I mean I, I love where I'm from. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, a lot of close friends, and and that's home through and through. Yeah. But I, I love where I'm at, New York City, right yeah. now. It's 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 been a fun a fun journey. South Dakota. You said five thousand people. My hometown was like 5,000 people. And then uh, you go to the NFL where stadiums have literally 20 <laughs> times your 20, population. Yeah, 20 times the watching. population of my hometown. But uh, quite the transition over some years. But again, you know, where I'm from definitely kept me rooted. Uh, I still got a lot of love back there. And, you know, that's always, you know, that's always going to be home at the end of the day. Yeah. What, what's, what's like, what's cool about being in the NFL? Like, I never made it. I barely, you know, as you can see from my physique, I was probably pretty close. But no, I, uh, <laughs> you, got, you got some build on you, bro. So um, I was a soccer player. But what's like you get to the NFL like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty cool. Like, so, you know, I, I grew up a basketball player and I played yeah. basketball uh, through high school um, and was recruited and signed a Division One contract to play or letter of enrollment yeah. uh, to play division one basketball I, so i played at south dakota state okay. i was actually recruited out of high school pretty heavily for football more so than basketball yeah. but that was always my first love my mom played on you know teams that uh traveled the globe with the u.s uh like women's team and so that was always my first love but um i also love football and yeah. you know i remember going into college and people saying like uh you know i don't you know i don't know if you'd be able to like because we'd always talk about football. I was recruited for both. And, um, you know, they're like, I don't, I don't know if you could actually like play football. You're a basketball player. That's not your thing. Um, and I remember after my senior season of basketball, uh, I w had an opportunity to sign overseas and I was like, I, I have no interest in going to Europe yeah. and playing professionally. I'm going to come back to school, uh, play a year of eligibility. And like, I truly thought like because of my athleticism and like people I saw getting, getting an opportunity at the NFL that I could make it. And I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I said, all right, well, screw it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go out for football, you know, uh, have, have some of these people, uh, eat their own words. And then, uh, the next thing, like I led our conference in receiving that year, um, was all conference, uh, got invited to the East West Shrine game and it opened up the doors for me to sign with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. What's that? All right. So you go from being a basketball player yeah. to catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. A-Rod is the GOAT. I mean, there's so many great quarterbacks. Oh, let's, let's get into that debate. Because there's so many great quarterbacks, but for how I came into it and I saw like the way he, he I, I still have the utmost respect and with the, for Aaron Rodgers and think he is you know, without a doubt, one of the top three greatest quarterbacks ever. He's amazing. He's amazing. But is he 
Do you see a downward trajectory? I don't. Or like, or what? Or was he just too good to sustain that? So the thing is, like, it's tough because, and this is how good he is, and like yeah. people, it just seems so odd yeah. that he had, you know, maybe an off year or some 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 stats. Had, like down. two picks. This but year. there's so, there's so <laughs> many things that go into it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And with the coaching change, with injuries, and the whatever the case, pack is like historic for injuries. I just don't. Um, but you know, I, he's definitely got some years left in him. Uh, he's got a great team around him. So I, I'm excited to see what next year is like when he's in an offense fully, right. you know, for another year like that, he's going to shine. The whole team's going to shine next year. I think this is the first year in a very long time that they finally like had the defense. Yeah. Their defense was real, man. And out, I mean, I don't, I'm not sleeping on any of these players. Devante's incredible. AJ's great out of the backfield, but like. It almost felt like they were missing weapons for the first time in his career. Like, they always, like, you were great for them. Jordy Nelson was great. Like, Cobb. And there's been so many guys. And, like, their offense never reached, like, what we're used to with the Packers. I think especially in the passing game because they, you know, Adams is is unbelievable. Um, And they've got great, uh, you know, other receivers. But, like, no one really came into their own. And that's so important for their style of offense because when you have a check down, when you have to make an adjustment, you know, on, on the go. But also it just continues to open up the game and spread the field that much more. And, you know, we'll see for, uh, what happens in the offseason if they get someone in free agency or, you know, a major yeah. draft pick. But I think that's that one thing, you know, really, you know, that second receiver that will just take him over the top. Who was the funniest person in the locker room? Oh, man. In, in all of your locker rooms, honestly. I th- – oh, damn, that's tough. I thought Martellus Bennett when I was in Chicago was mad yeah, funny. Yeah, he is. Funny. Uh, he probably ruffled a lot of feathers. Yeah. But I love Telly. I think he was. I think he was hilarious. Lance Briggs, who was yeah. uh, there when I was at Chicago, one of the cl- like he's class act. Right. But that dude uh, was a clown. I've talked to so many people this week, and everyone they always like the funny people are always the old heads. Yeah. Like oh. they think it's the old heads. No, like they, it's never they, the young guys. They've been through it. They've been through it. Um, and I think they just have fun at the end of the day and they just see the game a different way but and you know maybe there's that sense of gravity but it is like the old heads are 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 the comedians and they talk trash like they're talking shit to everybody (laughs) in the locker room and it's like also you you can't come in as a rookie or a young buck and be like really try them or challenge them that's not gonna fly so it's I, I, i say that's accurate yeah i'm a baltimore guy so ravens whole thing termed lamar jackson the baby goat Literally, he's unbelievable. He ran, he ran in a preseason touchdown, and on my snap, I posted the highlight because I was hype. I was like, yeah. maybe he'll be good. Just called him the baby goat. What then happened is he became the MVP of the league and yeah. was just proved every hater wrong. But now they, people want him to fail so bad. It is like. He's not a cocky guy. He's not, I don't even get it. It's it, so whenever the hype is high, yeah. you know, it's people are going to try to tear it down right yeah. away. And there was so much around Baltimore, and as there should have been. Yeah. Uh, and also Lamar is he's going to re, he's redefining the yeah. entire quarterback position. He's this is his second year. He didn't start his first year. Right. And you know that he, you know, the game uh, obviously didn't go their way. Yeah. Um, you know, tr- you know, leading up to the Super Bowl, but. There were a lot of, you know, a lot of other things and variables that played into that. But he's what he's done this year. And you look at the numbers like have never been done in the way that he's done it. So 
at the end of the day, people are going to hate, but yeah. uh, he's only going to get better and better, and it's so good for it's football. Scary. It's scary. Oh, yeah. Scary he, he made football. Like, football, everyone loved the NBA, the drama around it. Yeah. And, like, these guys, they wear helmets, so their personalities off the field, they, they don't get as much love as yeah. a lot of these NBA guys. But Lamar Jackson this year, like, people were tuning in to watch yeah. him play. It was yeah, cool. completely. Like, the hype around it, uh, I haven't – you know, Patrick Mahomes had a lot of hype yeah. last year, as he should have, the things he was doing. Yeah. Like, Lamar Jackson took over the NFL. It was crazy. And I don't see that, you know, changing too much just with his playmaking capability. So, Baby Goat. I think that Baby Goat is uh, suitable. I mean, it's looking better than I thought it was B- going b- to. B- big trust, homie. <laughs> big trust, homie. Yeah. Um, fuck. It was such a sad ending, but it is what it is. All good, is all good. Is. That's sports, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, as a receiver, right, I think that's the one complication of playing with him. Like, would you want to be on a team like him, or you prefer to play with the Mahomes and Rodgers? Because you got to block the entire game, and then you, you have to stay ready. You get two targets. Like, yeah. Seth Roberts, right, he's always ready, and he only gets two targets. Is that, like, do you think that'll deter him from playing with, like, really good wide receivers? No, I don't think at all. Like, it, it, the better the player, especially at the quarterback position, it makes everyone yeah. better. And what you'll see in, like, in the reads, like, it, it, it keeps defenses honest. So, um, I mean, his passing yardage and his passing touchdowns were unbelievable this year. And it, it, it's only better for an offense to have more weapons. But what he can do is allow people more time to get open. And, you know, it's funny. Like we're saying, like, there's three quarterbacks that yeah. you listed with A-Rod, yeah. um, Pat, and, uh, and, and Lamar. And, like, I don't, I don't think any receiver, any player would – complain at all about playing with the right, right. but uh I, yeah they're they're going to continue to have options for weapons in the future so this super bowl week i, I don't want to call it boring but the storylines are limited right How, you know the storylines are but this is like no the game's going to be incredible yeah. and Mahomes is the future of the nfl and you get the defense and all that but there hasn't been storylines so i went to radio row wednesday and i had to start my own storyline so the storyline is all right this is Patrick Mahomes' last chance to win a Super Bowl on Sunday. Thoughts? That's what you started. Yeah. False. Okay, you want to hear my logic? Let me hear your logic <laughs> first. All right, so in the past 20 years, no team has won a Super Bowl with a quarterback who's been the top five of average salary. After this, after Sunday, Patrick Mahomes is going to be handed a check worth more money than I can even imagine, yeah. which will make him the highest paid player of all time. Therefore, for at least the next five years, he's going to rank in the top five in average salary. Five years from now, and you will understand this. I think you're, you're going to be on board with this by the end of this statement. All right. Aaron, after he won a Super Bowl, right? Yep. And then what were you guys, 15-1, and 14-2, like playing the Giants that year? And if I had told you at that moment he'll never play in another Super Bowl, you would have said, well, you're out of your mind, right? He hasn't been back since because yeah. it cuts into the cap. You can't – like, the quarterback is the most important position, but you yeah. need to build a full team. So now that you're in agreement with me, you want to help me push that narrative? I don't – I still <laughs> don't agree with it. I don't agree with it because uh, – so I will say – and also just think about, like, how far down the road Aaron Rodgers was in his career. There's yeah. a lot of different things yeah. that played into it. But they'll still have certain people – under contract he's so fresh in his career totally and if they're coming off this weekend a super bowl buzz a super bowl championship uh you know 
that's going to afford and, and that changes a lot of the dynamics but i do understand exactly what you're where you're coming can from. you sign uh, is it true like uh, will people take pay cuts to play yeah. for like a team like that 100 percent. like and, and there's also like we talk about guaranteed money it, yeah. this will be an interesting year too because with the uh cba the yeah. collective bargaining agreement coming up that's going to change a lot about the nfl um you know i also think that the way that players are able to get endorsement opportunities and marketing capabilities, um, that plays into it, you know? Right. Like, how are certain, you know, there's way more ways of right. increasing revenue than ever before. And at the end of the day, it's just like, Pat, like, he's so talented. So good. He, it, like, he's so talented, I just can't believe that he'll never get a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And by saying that, the <laughs> chance to win the Super Bowl would be in the Super Bowl again. Right. That's right. not confirming right. he's right. winning it. Right. Okay. All right, so who do you like in the game, though, on Sunday? Uh, Kansas City. You do? I, I, I think that San Francisco's unbelievable. They haven't gotten the respect that they deserve. Yeah. Um, Wait, you wouldn't believe – so my co-host, Abe, of the podcast, who's not here with us, his whole narrative the entire season was that the Niners were – we call them cuties yeah. and, like, pretenders, essentially. Yeah. Stuck on that. The whole, he's still riding it out. <laughs> so he's literally begging the Chiefs to win the game because – Everyone's like, well, now they're in the NFC Championship. Now they're in the Super Bowl. He's like, he's San just holding it. a great team. Their offense they're complete. is unbelievable. Their running game, their defense. But I do think that Kansas City is going to win the game. I yeah. think that their defense is, uh, you know, remarkable. I still don't think that people give them enough credit right. because of how explosive their offense is. Yeah. And some of their losses early in the season, you know, were due to injuries and they were banged up. And I just feel like this is – this is the time. I feel like everyone believes it. Um, you know, I really want to see Andy Reid get this Super Bowl yeah. as well. In Kansas City, like, you know, the city of Kansas City, like, they're, <laughs> they they're, need they're, it. They're, yeah, they need the it. The Bay Area is on the hottest sports streak of all time. Have you seen the graphic? Like, the Giants won three World Series. The Warriors then won three titles. Yeah. Now the Niners are in the Super Bowl. The San Jose Sharks were playing in Stanley Like, it's Kansas all that City. tech out there. I yeah. don't know. What's going on? They're manufacturing wins somehow. I got KC. I think it's going to be I, – I just think they're the better team overall, just flat out. Yeah. I I know because, you know, we've been doing the podcast for seven months that Kansas City's going to win and Abe's going to, like, really ride out the <laughs> – they were pretenders the whole time. Even They, they play in the Super Bowl, so I can't wait for that. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. <laughs> What's um, the biggest game you ever played in? Um – I think like, like at Chicago with the Chicago Bears and yeah. uh, we were playing uh, Seattle Seahawks. That was in Chicago, and I remember like that was Russell Wilson's coming out party. So it was an important game for uh, us to win in Chicago, especially you know for playoffs uh, mm. and um, you know just get that momentum going right towards the end of the season. But I remember it went into an overtime game. Like, Brandon Marshall made an unbelievable catch. He's good, right? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he's, <laughs> yes, I love B. Marsh, yeah. and I love everything he's done after the game. And, you know, he's 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 the real deal. You know, I, I, um, and being able to play with him was unbelievable. But I remember B. Marsh, it was fourth down, uh, caught a huge fourth down conversion, and we ended up going in. And we didn't get the uh, we didn't get the touchdown. Yeah. Um, we got the uh, we we got a few, or, or, excuse me. It was we did get a touchdown to tie it up, and um, then we were in overtime. And Russell Mil Russell Wilson just completely picked us apart, especially in the entire second half of the game because we were winning pretty control like we yeah. were pretty comfortable. Um, 
And after that, and that was Russ's, I think it was his rookie season. Was it? So this would have been 2000, uh, this was 2012. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was his rookie season. And after that, I remember in the locker room, people were like, that dude is real. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, I can't believe this happened. Right, right. It was like, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. This dude's the truth. And I, I, I just think, like, for us, it was one of the biggest games uh, in it. It, it took a lot out of the team, but also, like, for me as, like, a, a rookie and, you know, really seeing that, watching him perform in that way and just, like, knowing, like, that aha moment. Right. Like, like a coach gets and they're like, this is a, this is a special player. Yeah. Like, that was like that I feel like that's moment. probably why – that experience is probably why you're so in on the Chiefs. Like, I'm sure the Niners' defense is going to be, like – like, yeah. they're amazing, but Mahomes is that type of player so that is special. like, you can't, like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. There's literally nothing yeah. I can do. He's so and special. he has the weapons, and they're, whew. What's the most fantasy points you put up in a game? I don't. Do you know? I was not, like, I wasn't putting up <laughs> any fantasy points. So, you know, in and out, like, uh, especially through injuries and everything, I yeah. wasn't, like, a fantasy uh, You weren't a first-round pick. pick. What was your Madden ratings? Damn. And were they fair? Like seventy eight or something is okay. that decent? No, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I was athletic. I was fast. Um, and uh, did I, you play as yourself in Madden? Like, were I, you I throwing did yourself early on? Early yeah. on, I definitely played, but I was never really a gamer. You know, you weren't. But obviously, like when I first, uh, I think that's like every player when they find out like they're on a Madden game. Yeah, like that's like the ultimate. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't boost stats. You know, I kept <laughs> going uh, with what it was. But you know, that's a cool thing. Like, yeah. like being as a kid, uh, as a kid coming up. And, you know, those are things that, like, you dream about, right? Yeah. So whatever capacity that is in, it, it was pretty special. Um, yeah. It's crazy to think, like, how fast time goes. I'm 31 now, and I've been done um, for, for oh, like, over three and a half years. But, like, a lot a lot happens in life. I'm still yeah. so young, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, football and sports played such a big part of my life. Um, even just having these questions, like when things like flash <laughs> yeah. and just the memories, uh, you know, I miss it, especially with the uh, Super Bowl weekend and things like this. Yeah. So that's a good transition into the future, yeah. what we're looking to do. So we were talking before about making you the big superstar personality and yeah. taking my job and all I'm that. I'm not taking stuff. your job. I want Working enhance. together. We'll, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll collaborating. Um, have you always been entrepreneurial? Like you said, gaming wasn't your thing. So like when you're in the league, were you being entrepreneurial? Were yeah. you doing other things? You're in fashion so modeling. I went to school for like video and digital production. I've always wanted to do something in sports and entertainment. Uh -huh. This was even before I played football, you know, and went out in, in that year in college and ended up playing professionally. But, um, you know, now uh, I, I love to have fun. You know, I love to connect, sit down, have conversations yeah. with great people. Uh, how Michael Strahan has really built a brand is exactly how I would like to frame uh, my life after sports. Mm -hmm. So as a, as a uh, prominent media personality and host in sports and entertainment. So that's, uh, that's exactly where I'm at right now. And I've got some exciting things coming up, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, they'll make themselves appear <laughs> and apparent soon, uh, within the coming months. What's like your, what's the dream? Is it actually working for like an ESPN or is it like 
being your own type of brand yeah definitely my own type of brand like i would love to you know in capacities work with like an espn or nfl network uh entertainment tonight things like that snapback sports snapback sports (laughs) yes and i will continue to make (laughs) guest appearances on snapback sports uh but i i think the biggest thing especially now just like you've created you can you can create your own brand but you don't need to be boxed into just one network or one thing and um, you know, I really am focused on doing that as well, just so I can produce uh, really high-level content, high-level shows and yeah. series, not only for myself but also with like other you know, uh, creators, you know, athletes, yeah. celebrities, and different partners and creators, just like you said. So um, that's where the entrepreneurial side comes in. Uh, and you know, this year again, I'm I'm really focused on doing that and just having fun. Yeah, that's what that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, I think everyone's too snuck up and stiff all the time. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm just gonna like not everybody. No, no, you know what I'm saying. Like like, I was walking around Radio Row and I was like, it's such a backdoor handshake. Like like like, there were real people sitting here. Like hey, like if we went to you know a bar and and we're not encouraging (laughs) drinking or anything. If we went to a bar, like talk to me like you would talk to right, me there like right. we are human beings like obviously there's professionalism and all that but yeah. uh, if you have fun with it you're not you know overstepping and disrespecting right. people like just be you and I think that's ex- is especially that's something that why I've always been drawn to hosting and connecting with great people right. building strong relationships and I don't want to be anybody else but myself I've been handed business cards this week and people go oh do you have a car I say no because and you just texted me and yes I have Dale Moss's number now Um, but you just texted me and I genuinely believe if someone there is a time and place but 99% of the time someone hands you a business card you're probably not gonna work with them if they're not comfortable enough from that relationship to send you a text and share because that that's the level right anyone will hand out an email but it's really that phone number that's like the more you're gonna get something done I think like that's the type of relationships you have to make well I, I, I agree like in you know at the end of the day, like if there's interest, yeah, and you, you connect at that level, like you don't have to complicate things right. too much. And you know what I've learned, and I, I, I see this all the time, and I know you get this because yeah. you're young and like, uh, you know, people might not take you as seriously all the time, yeah. which is so false. Yeah. I've learned so much from friends and creators and people in media who are 21, 22, 23, and collaborating and working together like that's the name of the game exactly and you know if you're stuck in like the old way of thinking and uh it just you know you just got to get out of that well i think it's i always and i think because i work in the sport industry it makes it a little easier to frame it but like you have people in the business world who are like yeah he's too young not me specifically but you kind of have to go through that and they they limit talent like the sports world it doesn't matter if you're 19, 46, like Tom Brady, or you're the best rookie in the league. Like you're playing on the field, that, that, that's, and that's what that's it should be in point. the business world. Yeah, you know, it just. I get that you gain experience, but there are there is a point where there's just talent. There's yeah. talented people, and because they're young, they're being suppressed yeah. and locked in. No, yeah, I, I think that's like something that we're seeing right now. And sports is a great platform because if you love the game, study the game, know the stat, but also, you know, in like you grew up around it and are immersed in it fully as well like you you're extremely knowledgeable you understand it but also you're able to connect with so many different audiences right, right? like you can speak the factual worldwide knowledge. huh we're worldwide worldwide six percent of our Gen listener Z, base is uh millennial generation <laughs> hit the buzzwords uh, hit the keywords. what is uh the uh baby boomers all <laughs> of them you're all the generations 
Oh, man. Well, where can people find you on social? Hey, uh, so you can check me out on social, on Instagram, at uh, DaleMoss13. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat, obviously Snapchat. Uh, I'll Dale tag Moss. you. You'll yeah, get a go, lot of followers. We gotta I go. Da- uh, yeah, we got. You gotta tag me on Snapchat uh, <laughs> at Dale Moss. Um, Are you Twitter. on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Dale Moss and officialdalemoss.com. So nice. uh, most any so- social platform. Uh, so I'm, no TikTok. I have TikTok, you but do. I haven't been getting. Are you a big TikTok guy? So the company I work for, Whistle Sports, I yeah. help run the TikTok and. It, it's been successful. I, need, I personally I get, have not. I need to get back on it. The Dale Moss is the TikTok. So TikTok is crazy. Do you know, like, how much about TikTok do you know? Uh, what, was it originally musically? And then yeah, they yeah, yeah. It and they but, like, it off. there's, like, <laughs> this, so this craze of, like, 15-year-old girl dancers, the yeah, D'Amelios. Yeah, do you yeah. see what happened? Uh-uh. So she, I mean, she started her page, hit 100K, got up to 20 million followers. She's now in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, wow. Like, the power of that platform is just, it's insane. Like, this random girl who's dancing to music is now in a Super Bowl commercial. I, need, I just I, can't I believe get, it. Okay, I, all right. I need to <laughs> think my strategy. So I'm going to be on Instagram, at <laughs> DaleMoss13. I got to get on TikTok and be the Dale Moss. Twitter, at DaleMoss. And then Snapchat, DaleMoss. All right, cool. I just, I'm trying to advocate for your platform. Yo, let's do it. <laughs> hey, all the things. So it's blowing up. But that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. You're just getting, uh, being diverse and just having fun and just getting yeah. things out there. So, yeah. Cool. Life. Well, you know the man. He'll be back. Dale Moss. Follow him on every platform. All the, all the things. Um, but I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me.